Hello, and welcome to Fuse Muse, a podcast about fusion music and the dances we do to that music. I'm Clyde Wright from Washington, D.C., and this month I'm joined by Russell Klimas from Colorado Springs and Flower Evelyn from New York City. Hello, Russell. Hey, man. Hey, Flower. Hello. Hi. All right, so each episode of Fuse Muse, we gather to discuss some of the newest, hottest fusion hits or future hits currently in the scene, or perhaps we'll focus in on songs that we think are personally interesting to us. We focus on the music here, discussing why we think the songs are good for fusion dancing and how those songs fit into a fusion dancing set. Um, so yeah, thanks for joining me, both uh, both of you, Russell and Flower. I'm really excited uh, to get together each month and talk about fusion music. I this is this has been sort of like a, a dream of mine for for a little while now. I've always wanted to do something similar to this. Um, and I've talked to a bunch of different uh, fusion DJs around the country and there's uh, I, in my discussions with them they always seem to be really interested in this in, in just the topic of getting together and discussing music as well so actually in the future we, we might have some of those djs that i've talked to on as guests or maybe uh, other djs that i haven't spoken to but that i i think that you know would be a good fit on this podcast um we also might discuss uh a topic related to fusion dancing each month uh this month we're just gonna sort of discuss the reasons why we would like to talk about music a little bit um and we'll also at the end cover some uh future fusion dance events that are happening around the country so that uh if you're listening to this and you really want to try to dance to this this kind of music you'll know where to go so yeah uh so actually let's just start really quick go go around the table uh describe your uh, a little bit about your dance background and uh how you got into fusion dancing in particular uh uh flower why don't you go first hi uh my dance background um is long and sordid history um, which started uh, with a ballet studio when I was t- two years old um, and has ended with me now doing focusing mostly on blues dancing, um, fusion dancing, Zouk and West Coast Swing. Um, in the middle of that, um, I got a couple degrees in modern dance and um, did a lot of Latin ballroom very seriously for about 10 years. And... Um, did character dancing and a bunch of commercial dance in New York City. Uh, that was super fun. Um, so, like, you know, you're your standard fusion dancer, basically. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what I yeah, do. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you also have, a, uh, you also have a, a background in ice dancing as well, if I recall. Yeah, that was my past life. Yeah. I used to be an ice skater. Yeah. That was um, a, different, a different flower, Evelyn. Back yeah. in the day, um, <laughs> dance was actually only to support my ice skating until I was 19 when I quit. And then I got a scholarship to go to be a part of the dance program at a college. Uh, and they paid for me to go to school to be a molecular biologist, but then it took up too much time. So I couldn't do any science. And now I'm a dancer. <laughs> nice. Nice. I mean, they're basically almost the same thing. Really. Pretty much. Me- molecular fusion and dancing. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, what was the other half of your question? Uh, it was something about fusion dancing in particular. When did yeah. you first get into fusion? Oh, yeah. So probably I've always been doing fusion. Um, but I am uh, but I think particularly um, uh, I like to do lots of different things. And so I love to I love to put them all together on the dance floor and do whatever I want um, with with the ideas of um, great technique and unlimited movement possibilities that comes with that. Um, but I, I think I was a, I was a blues dancer slash Lindy Hopper in 1999 and I'm really dating mm-hmm. myself there. Uh, so <laughs> probably other people would have called me a fusion dancing then, but back then everybody called me a blues stylist in quotation marks. Oh, nice. Interesting. So, Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh, Russell, how about you? What's your dance background and then in particular your fusion background? Uh, dance background, I didn't really start until I was, uh, I guess it was like nine years ago now, so when I was like 18, and I just got interested in swing, and I was like, all right, this is kind of fun, whatever, and I just didn't stop after that. Nice. And um, I then pursued like ballroom and blues after that for a few years, and then and then at one point, I didn't have anybody to practice with, so I just, like, taught myself how to do hip-hop stuff and just, like, different styles within that because there's, like, a bazillion different hip-hop styles. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I joined a performing arts group called The Young Americans, and I trained with them for a while, learning ballet, jazz, and tap. Um, and then I traveled with them performing and teaching kids um, for about four years. And then... Um, and then... When it comes like to to the latter part of that question of like how I got into like fusion and understanding what that was and everything, I was at a a workshop, like it was like a swing dance workshop in Arizona, like at this cabin thing, and I was I was hanging out with this girl that I just met there, and we were just like dancing in a different room, whatever, and we were dancing to a song, and then she kind of like did something, and I'm for a second I like stopped, and was like, wait, I'm allowed to do that? <laughs> and I was just like blown away that I'm like, oh, I'm allowed to do these things, and it's not like creepy or weird. And I'm like, oh, this is okay. Ah, sweet. <laughs> and uh, and then from there, just really, I was just like, oh, I can incorporate all these different things. And I realized like, oh, fusion's like a thing. And then we had like a crossover competition, um, mm. that same workshop. And I was like, I've never done one of these before. Whatever. I didn't even know crossover existed at this point. And uh, and then I ended up winning that crossover competition. Nice. Awesome. Cool. Well, so my background with, uh, with dance is uh, I've, I've also been doing it about 10 years and I started with, uh, West coast swing and quickly branched out into blues, Argentine tango, Lindy hop. And I discovered fusion salsa as well. I I discovered fusion pretty quickly. I want to say that I I, I know for sure I went to the 2010 uh, San Diego Fusion Exchange. That might have been my first like real, real exposure to fusion. But I want to say I had, I went to some, some fusion thing, some workshop weekend even before that. I can't quite remember the timeline here, but um, yeah, I, I, uh, it's something that I, sort of gravitated to pretty naturally based on um, starting with West Coast Swing and then branching out into a bunch of different other dances. I sort of was accidentally fusion dancing for 
quite a bit of the first few years I started dancing blues because I really wasn't doing much of blues. I was sort of figuring out how to lead blues follows in like fake slow West Coast swing. Um, so, you know, uh, so that, that was my like initial foray into, into fusion. Um, and, uh, but I've, I've continued ever since I've tried to go, I, I almost went to nearly every single fusion exchange after the 2010 one. I think I missed one and uh, yeah. And I, and I, I mean, I loved all those. I really miss the fusion exchanges, but, uh, I still go to like a bunch of fusion events all over the place, uh, each year. So, so that's, that's, that's my relationship to fusion dancing. Now, of course, here we're going to be talking about fusion music. And, uh, I'm assuming that we're all, we all do fusion DJing, although I don't necessarily think you have to be a, a fusion DJ in order to talk about fusion music. So we might have on, we might have on just really great fusion dancers and have, um, take, get their reactions about, about, uh, music and how they might approach it as a dancer, but uh, but I do I do know that both of you do uh, fusion DJing as well. Uh, uh, do you want to talk uh, really quickly about that, uh, Russell? Go ahead and and just uh, really quickly, what's your fusion uh, DJ experience? All right, um, really, my background has just been mostly just been in Colorado and just going to different either like local fusion events or like up in Denver and just uh, DJing there, listening to other people and um, seeing what they play and just meeting people that way. And that's mostly been my, my experience. I'd say I'm still pretty new overall, but it's something that I just strive for every day, just looking for different music that I think is doable. Cool. Yeah. And Flower? Um, I'm asked to DJ fusion music a lot um, at a lot of different events. Um, I mean, I'm on, I'm here on the East Coast, so uh, I DJ at blues events that have fusion rooms a lot because I also DJ blues music, um, and I and I DJ regionally as well as here in New York and um, a lot in Europe as well. Recently, um, they were like, "Oh, you know how to DJ fusion? Will you do it?" <laughs> like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> So um, it's been a really great journey and something I really enjoy. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, I mean, Flower, do you want to do you want to just really quickly talk about how you run a fusion event as well? Oh yeah, we have a monthly here in New York City called the Melting Pot, and um, it's really great. It's been going on for four years now. This is our fourth year, and nice. we get all kinds of different dancers from all different genres. Um, and we are, we really try to play a lot of different types of music, um, as much as possible while still, um, prioritizing the flow of the party. So when I think of fusion music, it's not just electronic music. It, um, actually incorporates a lot more than that. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, well, yeah, so I've been DJing, uh, for dances in general since, um, probably since 2008 or nine, when I really, when I first started, I had a dance organizer that let me like sort of build my DJ chops like pretty soon after I started dancing, which I don't know. I don't know how great that is, but anyway, uh, they were, they were very nice. So they let me do that. And, um, so I've been DJing ever since I've been 
I've been doing a lot of fusion pretty recently in the last two or three years nationally. Um, I was just recently out in, in Chicago for Mile High, which is actually where I met Russell. We sort of hit it off. And uh, uh, and I actually recently went up to New York to uh, uh, DJ at Flowers Melting Pot venue, which was really, really fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. So... Um, all right, so that's that's a little bit of background about us. And now, just real quickly, I wanted to talk about why I thought a fusion music podcast would be really interesting, at least for me. <laughs> so I think in life, um, we're all, you know, kind of fundamentally selfish. And the reason why I wanted to do a, a podcast about fusion music was for myself, really. Uh, I wanted to do a podcast about fusion because I, I found that when I'm preparing for a uh, a big like national gig I will spend a very large amount of time thinking about fusion music I will spend like hours and hours like digging through music to you know prepare for that l- large event um, and then I found that when I'm not preparing for a large event I think about it let's say significantly less you know like I might um shazam some songs i hear off of the you know most recent hbo show that i'm watching or whatever and like that might be the extent uh that i think about um fusion music for better or worse like i you know i uh, it's not something that like i obsess over unless i have like a gig coming up and I was like, well, hmm, if I have a podcast, I guess I always sort of have a gig. So this will sort of force me to obsess about about music all the time, right? And uh, so so that's like the first reason why I, I wanted to do it. Another reason why I wanted to talk about music more is that um, I, I feel like my, my vocabulary for talking about fusion music is can be limited and I would like to have a better vocabulary. I'd like to be able to talk more coherently about fusion music, um, about the genres that comprise fusion music and how you can sort of chain these genres together in a set and, um, and how, like what genres go well for certain types of dances, that sort of thing. And, um, so like, I'll give you an example, uh, I was actually chatting with Russell. I was chatting with Russell and he asked me a song. He asked me about a song and he, and he, and he said, what do you think about, uh, what about this future based song? And I'm like, Hmm. Yeah, that's really interesting. Uh, I don't know. And then I like, you know, took a shot at the dark about what I thought maybe f- future base was because this is definitely a tag that I've seen on like, say, SoundCloud, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Like, what is a future based song? So I'm hoping in the future, we can sort of drill down into some of these new and emerging genres that uh, that are, are sort of like trending on SoundCloud and that get plays in on the fusion dance floor. Um, because I think like pairing words to music is a is a really powerful thing. It really helps people contextualize what they're hearing. And uh, so anything that we can do to sort of help that, I think, will be really useful. Uh, I'll also give a shout out to um, Justin Riley, who, uh, when I took classes from him two years ago at Mile High, he had some really interesting uh, ideas about how you danced a certain style as a fusion music. And um, 
he he's got some magic going on when he's talking about uh fusion music and i sort of want to capture that magic uh you know as little as i possibly can um i won't be able to do it the justin riley experience but i'll I'll be able to to hopefully bring something interesting to the conversation and um so yeah i uh flower you you just mentioned how you were traveling around europe uh you were traveling around in close proximity to Justin because you were doing the recess circuit in Europe, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's why I wanted to do a fusion podcast. What about you two? I mean, you, you've signed up for it at least, uh, at least for a while. So do you have any like thoughts about uh, things you want to get out of this podcast? Yeah, sure. I know for me that like, the biggest thing that I'm always looking for is finding other DJs that either have similar tastes in music for me or finding DJs who are completely different that will then allow me to help grow as a DJ and become better and can um, appease to the crowd more, which is my whole goal in general. Flower, what about you? Uh, I think a podcast is a really interesting project and something that I never would have decided to put together on my own. So joining you two here is really um, a really awesome opportunity. And I have a lot of um, opinions about uh, fusion music and I have so, and I've spent so much time working on it that it's really cool to be able to put it in this format um, and to hear what other people have to say about it. So to put this out into the universe and, and read all the comments would be really fantastic for me. Yeah. Cool. I agree. All right. So, yeah. Um, so that that's where we are coming from. And uh, so, like I said, each episode, we're going to go around the, the table. We're each going to bring a song to the podcast. We're all going to listen to that song, and then we're going to discuss it. Um, and uh, so how about we have Russell go first? Russell, how about you introduce your song, and then we'll play a little clip from it. All right, sounds great. So the song that I decided to go with for uh, this month's theme, which we discussed earlier, was a minimal, ballad-like, or lyrical kind of sparse song. So that means that there's not going to be a lot of instrumentation per se, where if there is instrumentation, it's only like one or two things, but it is dominant. And on top of that, um, with it being lyrical, then the lyrical in itself, whether you have many of those instruments or not, is also one of the driving rhythm forces within the whole song. Is that correct? Yeah, that's that's what I think. Yeah. Yep. So the song that I decided to go with um, was Location by Khalid. And um, are we going to play that clip right uh, now? We can, or you can talk. Uh, you can uh, tell us about Khalid. That's how I would pronounce it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Uh, I know it by Khalid only because I have friends who have that name, and that's oh, okay. Okay, cool. It. Let's go with Khalid. So yeah, do you have do you have uh, do you have any background about him, or do you want to just want to play play his song? Um, I think I think it would be best if we play like a thirty second clip or so first, so um, we can get a feel for it, and then we can explain. Okay, afterwards. cool. Okay, so let's do that. Send me your location, let's focus on communicating Cause I just need the time and place to come through Send me your location, let's ride the vibe 
vibrations I don't need nothing else but you At times I wonder why I fool with you But this is new to me This is new to you initially I didn't wanna fall but you Gather my attention it was all for you mm. So don't mm -mm -mm. So the uh, the biggest reason though I, I like this song in the context of fusion and within the context of our theme is that um, one we already know that the genre is kind of like R and B kind of hip hop like that's the vibe you get, but um, two is that when it comes from and I always like every song that I listen to fusion wise I always apply like how could I dance to this and what could I do and I look at it as a really good blend of it allows for the less experienced dancers who might want to focus on the rhythm to do that, and they can have that constant pulse in there. But then for somebody who really loves to go with the rhythm of the lyrics, like the the, the ins and outs and the ebbs and flows of those lyrics, there's a lot of really fun things to play with in that. And I think that's such a wonderful song for that sort of thing because you can switch in between those yeah. two. Um, and that's what makes it fun yeah, for me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I'm uh, I'm looking online uh, right now. I'm looking up Khalid. Uh, it turns out uh, this he's uh, he's 19. So uh, that's insane. I had no idea he was that young. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Either. Yeah, uh, he looks he looks older than 19. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't look like a teenager, but it turns out he is. Um, and you know what? It's funny. I never really thought about the the lyrics of that song until I was uh, until I was just listening to it just now, and 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 I think it makes sense. Like a nineteen year old, like uh, like a, a love song it, it, when you're nineteen, definitely has to involve some sort of like social media of of some sort or another. And I feel like sending sending your location like on you know on iMessage or whatever music and dance to me are the same when it comes to fusion like i need both to understand it mm -hmm. completely mm -hmm. um like i really like to um like use body rolls in different ways to lead those body rolls whether it's beside them or in front of them or behind them or however you're going to do it and really flow with those lyrics and use your body to almost be one with the lyrics in that same rhythm um and it makes more sense if you can see what I'm talking about. Like if, if you do like a wave and you flow with that music and you really yeah. literally flow yeah. like the, uh, the wave yep. of the music. Um, that's one of my favorite aspects yeah. of it. Uh, I think for this, for so, so uh, there's a couple interesting things to me that are going on in this song. The first of which is it, it, it while it feels like it has, like it's an electric, Electronic song. I actually think nearly all those instruments are. I mean, there. That's an electric guitar that's being played. But I, I tend to think of electric guitars these days as almost like a, as like acoustic music, uh, like acoustic instruments. At least compared to like purely synthetic music, and and so one of the the cool things about this song is that um, if you're transitioning between. Uh, music that is more acoustic and music that's more electric. I think this is a really good transition song. I also think Khalid, um, he 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 clearly has like a lot of um, similar vibes to uh, like Lord. He, in fact, uh, the fact that they're both in their teens like really actually makes a whole lot of sense to me. So when I when I hear Lord and I when I hear Khalid, I I feel like they're I don't know 
I, I'm sure they don't know each other, but they I feel like they're sort of like s- musical soulmates that have never met up yet, or maybe they have met up by this point. But like, for some reason, I like lyrically and um, and sonically, they they have a really similar feel to me. He also has kind of like a Frank Ocean like flow to him, and I I really I love Frank Ocean as well. Um, and so, yeah, I think like if you're transitioning from a more hip hop set into a more pop set or vice versa uh khalid is can be a really good transition point uh in your set uh flower do you have any thoughts yeah um i love the earthiness and grounded groundedness which is one of my favorite words of of the song um i i love that um so hip-hop and r&b music that uh, of this type of genre, I think works really well for our fusion community because we, a lot of us come from a blues dance background, or at least use the principles from blues dancing, um, as, as the founding principles of our fusion dancing. Um, and so it, because it's like a groove based song and it works really well with juking blues songs. And so you can use a lot of the same dance vocabulary that you, that you do. And it comes from the same sort of history, this type of music, um, and I also really like this song because, um, the lyrics are like sexy and fun without being degrading to women. Mm. Um, and mm-hmm. it's like, that's yeah. huge. Totally. It's super clean and like fun, which I like. Um, flower. When was the first time you heard this on the social dance floor? Was it at a fusion event or was it a West coast swing event? I think it was at a Zook oh, a event. Zook event. It's a really popular for Zook. Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, when they played it at Zook, do they ch- do they have a, a Zook remix of it, or do they just play it straight? Uh, I think both. Mm, okay. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't remember off the top of my head if there is a Zook remix, but I've definitely heard it straight. Yeah. But probably there's a Zook remix yeah. as well. Uh, but it's it's very Zook Zookable in quotation marks, as okay. they would say. I feel like the first time I heard this was definitely at a West Coast Swing event. A hundred, I hundred percent know that the first time I ever heard this was at a West Coast Swing event. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's quite good for West Coast Swing. It's about the right tempo, maybe a little bit on the slow side. Um, but West Coast Swing these days, like we're dancing to a lot of sparse music, and uh, and I think this this fits in really well with uh, with West Coast Swing sets too. Uh, let's move on to Flower. What do you What do you got? Cool. So my my song is called Water Me by FKA Twigs. Um, and I, I first heard this song on, I don't know how I found it, some recommendation of something popping up somewhere. Um, and I, and I had my like really nice headphones on at the time and I was on a bus going somewhere in some country. Um, and I was just like, watched the landscape go by and was like listening to these like amazing melting, sounds in my ears and i was just like fell in love immediately i love the song so much cool um and let's listen to it and then i'll talk a little bit more about okay. it afterwards. yeah cool let's do it Not now 
Yeah, so uh, Flower, why did you want to feature the song? I wanted to feature it because um, I'm a little obsessed. In particular, I'm drawn to the song. I don't know much about FKA Twigs. I've listened to a couple of her other songs, and I'm not particularly... Um, they don't they don't drive me as much as this one does. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So um, I used to be a raver uh, way back in the day. Uh, and I'm like super obsessed with Aphex Twins and other music that do a lot of weird. Oh my God, like Flower! I used to be super <laughs> obsessed with Aphex Twin as well. I have, I actually have one of my like all time like most ridiculous stories about myself involves me traveling for like seventy two hours straight to see Aphex Twin in concert. Uh, yeah, I know. Wow. Let's, we'll, we will not recount it now. We will not recount it now, but I'll <laughs> tell it to you later uh, offline. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. my gosh. I'm so jealous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so sounds that have all of those, like, the, the clicking mm-hmm. noises in the background are really interesting to me. Um, and in particular, when a song like this... Uh, comes on you think that it has this like you think that it's going to be really settling and really like minimal and like really arresting right and this particular song because of the clicks in the background um it actually has a little bit of anxiety to the song and a lot of drive right so when i think of lyrical songs um they either have that arresting quality or they have this like um, like passionate emotional release. Um, and oftentimes they have both of those things if they're really good songs. Um, and this one does it in a very, very unique way, um, with that, those clicks in the background. And it, it also has some really interesting climax and drops through using the like, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then it like clicks into the bass and the bass doesn't go too high or too low. It just like settles out into like a nice puddle of water. And then the background is just like melting soundscape of blues and purples, like watercolor mm. effect. And to add those two things together is just, I just think it's the best. I just think it's amazing. Um, when I've played this for the fusion dance floor, um, a few times, it's actually really interesting how people will attach to different parts of the song, um, partly because of the speakers. Um, sometimes like the, the clicks will, will, um, be highlighted more than others, no matter what I do with my EQ levels, it just is impossible to take out. Um, and so there'll be like, it's like, I can see people's like shoulders rising with anxiety sometimes. And it's like, Ooh, this is so cool. (laughs) Like not my intention, but like fascinating. (laughs) Um, but even, even when that happens, they'll be like, wow, that was such a great song. Um, cool. 
and then on other speakers, the bass will come out more and like the shoulders will relax and they're like go into what I would expect from that song, which is more the watercolor effect and the minimalistic movement and the microfusion yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, uh, Russell, thoughts? Um, so when we when you had like posted this before and you're like, this is a song I'm going to use and I listened to it, I was like, I don't know if I like this song. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't know what to think at first. And then when we listened to it again, when we're doing this, I was like, like really, like really listening, you know, trying to figure out like, okay, what is it that Flower finds in the song that she loves so much? And, and I listened to it and I'm like, okay, like I can really see, um, like how I can connect with my partner if I were to dance with somebody to this song. Um, and the things that I can play with. And it's definitely like anxiety, kind of like what you're talking with. Which do, which I think allows you not to become um, lost within the song because you're always aware of like oh there's something going on and it's like unsettling but it's not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. And um, and so now that like we've listened to it again, I'm like oh I really like that that this is a kind of song that you can play that will allow the dancers on the floor to connect with their partner in a way that I don't think happens very often. Yeah. Oh, I think we're like we're really used to songs that fall behind the beat, especially in our blues and and even in Westie and even in um, in Zook and a lot of the the dance forms that are really involved in fusion dancing. Um, and this song actually pushes that beat at the same time as being really relaxed at the in the back. And so there's this like weird like tension that's being built. It's like super interesting. Yeah. Uh... So I what I uh, first of all I I'm I'm also wondering about the pronunciation of this artist's name. I've always said fuck a twigs, but that's I d- I don't know if that's <laughs> I don't know if that's int- I've always just said it's an acronym. I'm not like, I'm not sure bad. how you pronounce this name. It's either FKA twigs or fuck a twigs. I'm not really sure. Um <clears throat> but I I will continue to say fuck a twigs. So that's always how I've read this this artist's name. But um, in any case, uh, so it, so for for me, fuck it twigs is like a really um, challenging fusion artist. I think that they're really really amazing, um, and I think that only a few of their songs really work uh, on the fusion dance floor. Uh, this one, and I want to say I don't have my iTunes up right now. I want to say that there's like one other of theirs that I think is like really really excellent for fusion and then the other ones like i feel like they're actually follow i think your comparison to apex twin is really spot on apex twin if you don't know this person he's like an artist that uh that creates like electronic dance music that's really good for sort of listening to and i i question how good he is for dancing to really i've never danced a Apex Twin, but I used to listen to him constantly, um, and he's he's one of those artists that um, the the music like d- there's enough stuff going on in the, in the in the song that like you're always sort of on the edge of your seat, not sure where it's going. And I also feel like Fuck a Twigs has a sort of similar thing going on, and um, and so so I think that what what Flower is talking about in the like uh, it it's causing anxiety. I think I think. I think this is one of her most simple songs, but at the same time, it still has that like, where is this, where is this going type feel to it? And that's, and that's what mm-hmm, causes the anxiety is for me. It's like, I don't know when this is going to resolve. I don't know, but it does. 
eventually it just like it's it's not following any like standard dance blueprint to get there it gets there in its own way in its own time i think that's really interesting um so yeah i think it's i think i think fucking twigs is great um and i really look forward to you know future releases by her yeah she's great uh super super great trip hop I, I guess you might call this or experimental pop or something. Mm, yeah. Um, another thing that uh, might be interesting to do is look at um, the producer of the song, Arca. Arca has done a lot of interesting stuff as well. He's produced for artists like Bjork and Kanye West. Um, so if you're looking, so one of the things that I do as a fusion DJ is uh you know, when I'm digging for new stuff, I'll look at who produced the track that I really like and then go look at other stuff that they did. So, um, and then you can even use that to sort of help, uh, connect songs on the social dance floor, um, play a song that's produced, uh, by one artist and then play, um, a song by that producer after, right after that. Typically those flow really well together in terms of the like sonic feel of the song. Um, in my experience, at least, um, like a sonic continuity is always really nice. Uh, I think when you're trying to flow together songs. So y- even though like the genre might be completely different, um, if the two songs sound the same uh, because they're recording in a similar way, then uh, I think it 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 makes for a really nice transition. All right. So for my song that I wanted to highlight. I wanted to cover uh, a new song off of the uh, latest Oh Wonder album. That song is called My Friends. And um, before we play it, I wanted to sort of give my, 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 like, my sort of overall thoughts about uh, the band Oh Wonder. So if you're not familiar with this band, although if you're a fusion dancer, it's almost guaranteed that you're definitely familiar with this band, even if you don't realize it yet. Um, Oh Wonder is a, as a London based, I guess they're like alt pop um, or they're, they're like electronic pop. Maybe Uh, it's a duo and it's uh, Josephine Vandergrucht and Anthony West. Um, And uh, it turns out that like they they recorded and released a song uh, once a month for about a year, starting in 2014, and then they sort of compiled all that all those uh, releases onto their first uh, self titled album in 2015 called Oh Wonder. And if you go through and listen to that album, uh, I think you'll find that nearly every single song off that release is very. Appropriate for fusion dancing, um, and in fact, like tons and tons of songs off that album have uh, been hits on the social dance floor. So, uh, like, not I won't mention them all, but Technicolor Beat, uh, Lose It, um, All We Do. These these songs um, are, uh, I think, uh, uh, demonstrative of how appropriate they are for fusion but nearly every single song off the album in my opinion um is really really good for fusion um and then most recently uh like last month in fact they released a a new album uh which they're calling uh, uh ultra life and uh 
when I first started listening to the new singles off that album, I was kind of disappointed. I was like, huh, these are not as good for Fusion as their previous album. I wonder why that is. And um, and I'm still not 100% sure like, w- like what happened. I guess they wanted to go in a, a sort of a new direction in terms of their sound. Um, and if you listen to Ultralife, I think... I think you'll notice that some of the songs have a little bit more, um, they're a little bit, the the production is less perfect, if that makes any sense. And I don't know exactly what that means because I'm not a music producer, but it seems like um, there's sort of like a, like a analog distortion or something in, in the recording. And um, in the previous album that they released, uh, their their first one, I think one of the things that makes the songs all so good for Fusion is there's like a purity about them. There's like no extraneous stuff happening. And a lot of the times the songs just focus on the the voices of the the two singers themselves. Um, I'll talk about that a little bit later after we listen to the song. But anyway, let's go ahead and... Uh, Listen to this. So this, in my opinion, is, is the most fusionable song off their new album. Um, although I think they have a couple other potential hits as well. But I think this I think this song is, is really good for Fusion. So let's give it a listen. This is O Wonder's new, uh, uh, new single, My Friends. Oh, my friends, I am heavy. Can I bleed within your can I bleed within your love? Oh, my friends, and all my friends, I am ready. Can I bleed within your heart? Can I bleed within your love? Oh, my And I can't forget it All of the love, all of the love As we stood tall together All of the love I don't know about you, but I'm smiling so big right now <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Yeah Alright, so why, why did I want to feature that song? Well, um, like that that's an example of one of my favorite types of songs To end a set with Oh, totally. For a couple of different reasons. Uh, well, actually, let, let me take a step back and, and and describe why I think a lot of Oh Wonder songs are perfect for fusion. Um, and it's a couple. It's a bunch of different things all happening at the same time. I, I think the instrumentation fits in really well with a lot of sets, like the 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 way that they um, construct their music, especially off their first album. Less so on the second album. Um, but the but the 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 electronic uh, sounds that they're using fit really well inside of a bunch of other, or, you know, alongside of other fusion music. Um, but then they do some other things as well that a lot of other artists don't do. And they do it really well. The first of which is, I, uh, I, I could be wrong, but I believe that in nearly every single song that they have, or maybe every single song that they have, um, they're always singing in a, what is effectively unison. I think they're singing actually in octaves, but they never deviate from from singing in purely uh, 
um yeah yeah they're, they're both singing the melody, melody and they're both singing uh, like an um and an octave away from each other and and i think it's like a really interesting it puts dancers in a really interesting headspace i feel like when that happens i'm not sure why exactly but like you hear these like these two voices um and they're sort of like in perfect sync with each other and i and i feel like that sort of um can can often mirror what partner dancing's like um from an emotional standpoint and then the other thing that from from a lyrical standpoint what they almost always do is talk about themselves or talk about us or we or um you and so there i i feel like that also can sort of help the dancers like see themselves in the song so for instance in that song that we just listened to oh my friends uh can i beat within your heart like like there's a sort of an inclusiveness there um that i think uh makes like makes for a really fantastic um like close embrace fusion dance or 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 maybe not necessarily close embrace because um so I actually played this when I was in New York City for Melting Pot at uh, Flowers event, and and I I got to dance to it as well, and like I've danced with um, Kathleen Evans, and we had this like super like big expressive um, like amazing like flowy lyrical all over the place type of dance, um, and when I when I was listening to it like imagining how i might dance to it i did not really see that happening but that is sort of like what naturally developed um and i was like really surprised by that fact uh so so yeah i was i was i was pretty happy with with um at least my my reaction to the song on the social dance floor i didn't really get to see how other people danced to it because i was dancing to it um but uh, yeah, that 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 was th- that was my reasons for for picking this song and and thinking that uh, it would be good for fusion. Uh, do either of you have any thoughts? So I actually want to tack onto a couple of things that you said, which is what I thought of when um, you played this is uh, that this is a perfect example of a ballad that really pushes into that high emotional energy. It's that like singer songwriter like. Um, passionate emotion dripping all over like pushing into a spiraling escapade into the heavens um and um a lot of times i love these i love these songs because you can play a slow song that has enough energy that will keep the dance going um that it doesn't need to be like a hard beating hard hitting um song to Mm -hmm. to keep that energy flowing (laughs) um and and along with the dancing um it's it's really interesting because I, I find that these types of songs often inspire a lot of traveling, um, like progressive dances that um, will will move across the floor. And it's something I love seeing on the fusion dance floor because mm, yeah. I think we get stuck yeah. in place a lot. Um, and I just like I love seeing it. Um, and and you also touched on the um, 
that there's a, a male and female voice here. And I really like that as well, that there's not that many ballads out there that you can hear both. I hear like a lot of women artists and I love women's voices. And I, and there's like Ed Sheeran and a couple other um, people who will do ballads as um, male voices, but very rarely do we have duets these days. So it's really cool to see that dichotomy yeah. um, in one place. So. Um, I know for me, when when I listened to it and when I had taken a, a class uh, from Kelly and Mark and they had gone over like how they were teaching fusion and stuff like that like and when they played a song that was like lyrical like you can definitely hear that like you can do a lot more of like contemporary moves that you can do with your partner with something like this like you were talking about like traveling more and doing that and definitely as you get more into the song I feel like that becomes more and more prevalent. Um, which is a really cool way to find, or that I find that this song, where it kind of, like, it starts kind of slow, and you're, like, trying to feel out, like, what your partner, what your connection is going to be with them, what's going to happen. And then as that song continues to progress, it allows you to explore within the music. Um, And I think that's a really wonderful way to not only say, like, how you wanted to end it, Clyde, like, because that is a really good song to end it, because um, you, you can, you know, as you ebb and flow of your set, um, it allows you to really like it's I guess for lack of a better word it's a really good just like finishing song that's like and this is the end and it just works I can't explain it but it just does yeah yeah totally agree oh so we were going to talk about some events that are coming up in the uh, so fusion events in the next few months yeah sure I know uh, coming in September I think it's the 15th through the 17th is uh, hot night fusion weekend in Denver um, and that's going to be a really interesting event because um, I'm good friends with one of the organizers, and I know that there's like they have like some people like from Argentina who are going to be teaching some like breakdancing stuff and like having that aspect. And there's going to be so many different classes with Zook and um, some other like I think it's like Gray Charleston or something. I don't remember some kind of like barroom thing. Um, there's going to be a whole bunch of different classes that are going on for that specific weekend for hot for fusion and then on top of that um Lindy on the rocks is also happening and you can actually uh pay for both events at once and get in for like uh, a really reasonable price oh, cool. um, so that's going to be super sweet and i'm really looking forward to it flower what are the fusion uh what are the recess events coming up in the next month or so yeah so we have two recess events left um the there's one on august 4th through 6th and that's um the 10 year anniversary for aspen recess and it's it's going to be so cool. Everybody's going to be playing sets from that they played back in the day um, in some of the first recesses. Um, oh, cool. And we have some, there's like three live acts that are going to be um, coming up that are, that it's like, it's going to be a really good event. Um, do, you know, do you know what the live acts are? I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say. Oh, okay. Then don't. Ooh. Uh, okay. I don't know, possibly. Um, okay. So the cool thing about the Aspen recess is that um, I'm, I'm actually going to be teaching with Justin um, for unschooling adventures before that. So we're going to be taking teenagers and, and teaching them about um, like the how to be awesome humans through partner dance um, out in the middle of the woods for a week oh, and really talk cool. about cool. like social change through learning to dance with somebody else. 
and I'm really, really excited about it. And then those, the, the teenagers are going to be, um, shepherded through a recess event, um, with like camp counselors and everything so that they're going to be like an, an integral part of helping build it. That's so um, cool. It's, it's going to be really awesome. That, that's in, um, that's in Colorado, right? Yeah, that's in Colorado. So it'll be the, the Monday Russell, the 31st. Russell, why are you not going to do that? <laughs> Wait, is this in July? Is that what's happening? Um, July 31st is when the teenage program is starting. But then um, the 10-year anniversary is in Aspen, 4 through 6. Will I see you there? Uh, I mean, I didn't know what was going on, but I don't see why yeah, not. Russell, yeah, Russell, you should, you should get in on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the second event that's happening is um, in Northwest Recess, the Bellingham in Bellingham, Washington. Um, and that's going to be at the Quarry. Um, amazing, you know, jumping off amazing cliffs into water and dancing until however early in the morning. Um, on the floating dance floor. So do you know? Be... Do you know the dates for that? Mm-hmm. That's um, August tenth through thirteenth. Uh, so there's the the Seattle Fusion Festival, um, September 29th through October first. Oh, okay. And that'll be really. It's like a staple. It'll be really great. Cool. I've heard lots of people excited about it. Well, that sounds fantastic. Have a great time out there. Um, I think that about covers our. First episode. So I just want to say thank you so much to Russell Klimas and Flower Evelyn. Russell, in particular, has done some really, really amazing work on um, FuseMuse.org, our website. And uh, so go ahead and definitely check that out. If you, if you found us through Facebook or iTunes or whatever, um, definitely check out FuseMuse.org. We're going to be populating it with lots of content over the course of each month. Uh, we're going to release, hopefully, the first uh, day of each month. So this will be released on August 1st. Uh, 2017. If all goes to plan, uh, we'll see. And um, but we'll continue to update the website with uh with posts throughout the month. And we'll also obviously have some sort of presence on um, Facebook and iTunes as well. So you can find us there. If you find us there and uh, you like what we're doing, um, give us a rating, a review on either Facebook or iTunes. Give us a like. It'll help get the word out, maybe a share, uh, whatever you feel comfortable doing. But if you like, if you like the topic that we're covering and, uh, and you want to share it with others, we'd really appreciate you, uh, spreading the word. Also, you know, if you're friends with uh, a bunch of fusion dancers or if you're part of a fusion group, uh, maybe go ahead and share, uh, share that there, share this episode there as well. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. So we will be back next month. Goodbye. See ya. Bye. Bye.